Welcome to the ASHP official podcast, your guide to issues related to medication use, public health, and the profession of pharmacy. Thank you for joining us for this special edition podcast on COVID-19. This podcast provides an opportunity to listen as we share the latest on COVID-19 with our resident experts. My name is Vicki Vasiliga, and I am the director of the section of clinical specialists and sciences here at ASHP, and I'll be your host. Today, we'll be chatting with David Chen, Assistant Vice President for Pharmacy Leadership and Planning at ASHP, about the latest addition to ASHP's COVID-19 resources. Thanks so much for joining us today, David. Great. Thank you. Great to be here. So let's get right down into it. Uh, It seems like for now, we have weathered the first COVID-19 surge storm. Why is it so important to have a toolkit like this? And who's the toolkit for? Great. Now, thanks for the question, Vicki. And as you noted, I think the first COVID surge storm as it moved from the East Coast and some of our Midwest cities is clearly hitting our other cities around the, the nation now. And as we all know, the, the impacts have been significant you know, across all industries and healthcare, of course, being on the front lines of caring for patients. Um, and the response has just been tremendous from the pharmacy community and all, all, all members of the healthcare community. But it clearly has taken its toll on the, of the fiscal health of hospitals and health systems across the country. And so before I answer the question directly, um, just to add some context, you know, there was a recent AHA report you know, that estimated that the additional minimum of, of $120.5 billion in fiscal losses due to lost patient volumes as, as um, non-essential procedures were terminated you know, all over the country, and that we're estimating that there's going to be an addition $202.6 billion in losses between, that occurred between March 2020 and June 2020. Um, and that our nation's hospitals and health systems stand to lose at least $323.1 billion in 2020. So, um, so really the toolkit was built to address this tremendous and stressful situation on just how to maintain the economic stability of our hospitals and health systems. But the other reason it was built was that, you know, we know that, you know, our members collectively uh, really support one another and provide information. And the toolkit was really built to help show the continued strength of ASHP members in responding to our nation's healthcare crisis. Um, And also, as I mentioned, the extraordinary willingness and desire for our members uh, to share experiences, ideas, and planning for achieving the best outcomes for the healthcare infrastructure recovery for their patients, their healthcare work teams, their communities, and their organizations. So who was it built for? But it was built for all members uh, to have an overall understanding of the scope and all the different types of decisions that need to be made to support business recovery. What it was informed by were member calls, the section of pharmacy practice leader advisory group discussions in April and May, and specifically as a roadmap or toolkit for those pharmacy leaders and managers that are having to make decisions Um, on resource allocation and new practice model design and planning forward based under the new conditions. And, you know, I think probably what embodies this in our toolkit, we actually have a a few quotes from members. So I'll just read this one from Don Moore, who's the vice president and chief pharmacy officer for the Community Health Network, is that, you know, pharmacy leadership and the critical role of our pharmacy teams fulfilled during COVID-19 was heroic. However, we have significant challenges in front of us as our organizations rebuild and prepare a future that will include several calls to action. 
One, a renewed demonstration of the value of pharmacy services. Two, engaging with our communities. Three, sharing of ideas and successes. And four, staying nimble as our environment adapts and recovers from COVID-19. So I think that really embodies um, uh, why we built it and who it's intended for. Sure. Um, so it sounds like you had a lot of people, a lot of ACHP members involved in developing this toolkit. So can you just tell me a little bit about how it was developed and what people can find inside? Yep. So the way it was developed, as I mentioned, um, it came out of conversations. It was a fair degree of urgency, as you can imagine. And as some of these conversations distilled, I give so much credit to our members. I think we started the conversation about the idea of holding five virtual roundtables. The participants of the roundtables were some of our nation's uh, multi-hospital system chief pharmacy officers and vice presidents of pharmacy. And we realized we needed to create the opportunity, and we actually were able to build it and execute it within well, probably less than about seven or 10 days at the beginning of May. So it, was a, just, it just sort of demonstrated the need for sharing of information and the urgency as people were developing their plans. So we had these five virtual roundtables and the roundtables were started off with some questions that came out of the different discussions, as I mentioned before, with our advisory groups and different members. And things like, you know, what, how do we go about evaluating and the implementation of new services or services for effectiveness and for the potential future state? You know, what are some change management strategies for preparing for the immediate and the long term? Um, how to manage two fronts of workload, you know, for COVID patients and reopening of service lines? And then what were some of the staffing models that were being either mandated or planned for to meet the organizational financial status and operational plans? So that's how we uh, framed out the conversations for these virtual roundtables. We then compiled the discussions from the roundtables along with continued insights from section advisory group uh, discussions. And then this was all provided for review and additional feedback from the 10 facility facilitators and the section of pharmacy practice leaders, uh, leadership uh, members. And ultimately the toolkit was divided into a number of domains. Uh, the domains included pharmacy's role in hospital and health system, patient care strategies, reinforcing practice model and pharmacy value, pharmacy business partners and drug supply management, drug utilization optimization and ambulatory care opportunities, workforce management and staffing model responses, evaluation of long-term physical plant and technology needs impacting pharmacy services. Um, so th those were the lessons learned that we distilled out and how we divided up the toolkit. Um, the toolkit also includes um, a number of other ASHP business and finance recovery resources from, for, that have been created over the years for managing and leading the pharmacy enterprise. It also includes um, a list with uh, the number of letters and the advocacy that ASHP has been doing really for the total business recovery of, of our healthcare in the United States, as well as pharmacy business sustainability. And then finally, there's some ASHP products that, that are also included in the toolkit that are related to finance and, and would support business recovery. Well, that sounds like a lot. <laughs> um, it sounds like a great toolkit. So where can uh, uh, members find uh, this toolkit? Yep. So the toolkit is on ASHP's website. We have a dedicated COVID-19 resource page that has a myriad of resources 
that range from you know initially manage, managing the surge, uh, the initial major surges that were happening around the country, which we now know are also being implemented and, and going to hopefully be very useful for those cities that are dealing with uh, sort of the second wave of the surge. And um, so it's a dedicated uh, COVID-19 resource page that can be found by going to ashp.org. And when you go to the resource page, it's highlighted on the front page of that specific resource center. Great. So as we know, the fight against COVID-19 is not over. We talked about this being the first surge and a potential second surge later on this year. Uh, how will ASHP be updating this toolkit as we learn more about COVID-19? Well, you know, the business recovery for our nation's hospitals and health systems is going to take years. And so uh, we know this is going to be an ongoing concern. We, you know, we're seeing now the impact of the second wave of COVID that is further affecting health systems across the country. You know, we've seen states that had been open, um, you know, restrict or um, not allow any elective procedures. So we, we know what that means to what's happened in the prior five and six months. And we also know that our nation's healthcare practice models, not just pharmacy practice models, that they're forever changed in some ways positive as we had to really adapt very rapidly with things like virtual health and telehealth, but also just the way that we manage our physical plans, how we manage patients and, and all of those things. So direct answer to your question, actually, I'll read another quote by Debbie Simonson, who's the system vice president for pharmacy at Oshner Health. This sort of, I think, explains what we'll, what we'll be doing and why we'll be doing it in updating the toolkit. And her quote was, it was critical to patient care that our pharmacies had the necessary medications available to patients during COVID-19. As we continue further into our recovery phase, it is important that we leverage our strength as an organization. The innovations of yesterday will need to become our practice models of tomorrow. This includes rapid implementation of telehealth and other distance-based patient care modalities. Pharmacy leadership will be required more than ever to reach vulnerable populations, be prepared for future high volume scenarios, and help bring organizations back to fiscal health. So really, when you look at the components of, of the quote we have of, of her and the toolkit, it's really going to drive many activities within ASHP. And so through those activities, some of them will create the opportunity to use as updating material for the toolkit specifically. And then some will also be used for real-time ongoing education to support members. So for example, uh, we just recently did a webinar with Providence St. Joseph System up in the Northwest on how they've been approaching the early stages of business recovery. So the, some of the specifics are that is to integrate, of course, business recovery and practice model adaptation to the new world into ASHP networking, which will then help us bubble up new ideas as people experience the outcomes of some of the innovations and adaptations that they're having to make. It will also be included as a priority in the section of pharmacy practice leaders advisory groups as they start up their cycle this fall um, for projects and resources and educations. And we're going to see that across all the sections because, of course, this this challenge is hitting all sectors of pharmacy in their own unique ways. And there'll also be continuous discussions in our policy process. So uh, we can anticipate and expect that ASHP through its annual uh, policy week and through its council work, um, they'll be discussing where are the policy gaps to help business sustainability and healthcare recovery in the United States. So those discussions will also help inform updates to uh, the toolkit. 
Um, but specifically, the goal is to update it in late fall 2020 and start incorporating these new ideas, lessons learned, how pharmacy leaders have managed and integrated all the changes happening in other sectors of healthcare as the whole nation seeks to recover from COVID. So um, one of the questions I've been asking all of my guests, and I think I've asked you this before, um, but I want to know if you've changed your mind or changed your tune. Um, what is your favorite song to wash your hands to? Well, I think like before I confess, I don't have a particular song, you know, at the time before I just found myself just because it was, you know, um, well, things are getting pretty serious now, but they were really serious, you know, back when, when you look at March and April and some, in some of our cities, uh, just reflecting on what our members and patients and healthcare workers were going through. But, but now I actually find myself, not a song so much, but I find myself washing my hands twice. <laughs> And part of it is that you sort of start walking away from the sink and you realize, I don't think I wash my hands long enough. And I go back and do it again, almost as just as a routine now. So no particular song, but I do find that uh, I'm washing my hands multiple times throughout the day and uh, usually twice every, every time I get go to the sink to wash my hands for any particular reason. That seems like a good strategy. Yes. <laughs> um, that's all the time we have today. So I want to thank David for joining us to discuss COVID-19 and ASHP's efforts to provide pharmacists with the most up-to-date lessons learned and resources. Uh, you've heard Dave and I talk about this resource center that we have. It's the ASHP COVID-19 Resource Center, which can be found at ashp.org. This resource center serves as a clearinghouse for information on COVID-19 for pharmacy leaders, clinicians, and patients. ASHP has developed policy recommendations for policymakers. Ask your legislators to support ASHP's COVID-19 recommendations by sending an email using the online advocacy center at advocate.ashp.org. Be kind to your mind. Headspace is now the exclusive meditation and mindfulness app for ASHP members. With Headspace, you can learn the life-changing skills of meditation and mindfulness in just a few minutes a day. Studies show that meditation helps reduce stress and burnout in health professionals while boosting happiness, compassion, resilience, and overall life satisfaction. Visit the ASHP website and search Headspace to find out how you can add this to your personal device. Also, if you haven't already, please be sure to subscribe to ASHP's podcast as we'll be posting more on lessons learned, practice, and therapeutic management of COVID-19. I'm Vicki Basilica, and thank you for joining us today. Thank you for listening to ASHP Official, the voice of pharmacists advancing healthcare. Be sure to visit ashp.org forward slash podcast to discover more great episodes, access show notes, and download the episode transcript. If you loved the episode and want to hear more, be sure to subscribe, rate, or leave a review. Join us next time on ASHP Official.